You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find your podcasts. Also on Patreon dot com slash up next and Davey where else can they find us you can find us every Wednesday night 1030 Eastern PM on youtube.com forward slash up next yes uh, we took a little break last week because I am not technically uh, in pit no te- I'm not technically can't I can't speak either obviously uh, you know technically technologically technic- <laughs> oh, wow. technically inclined I don't know Maybe. I'm yeah. I'm not. I'm. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I know how to do podcasts, video. Not that great at. So you're the you're the OBS master, and uh, I tried it. I was like, this is gonna be bad news bears. And actually, a good thing it did because then our internet went out for half yeah, the, you NXT see. last week as well. But uh, I made it. You're back. John Cena filled in last week. He, he sat in your chair via Skype from New York. Even though some people think he's from Toronto with us, but he's not. Um, and he did a fantastic job. We got a lot of love. Uh, for John Cena with the zombie pod as well. That is out. Go check that out. But uh, we are back. It's Wednesday night. And, you know, Wednesday night, there's there's pro wrestling on TV. There's two shows. You either watch AEW or you watch NXT. Well, friends, we watched NXT because we are your NXT friends. 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 And Wednesday nights are for the boys. And you're back. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Had a nice break. I'm I'm you back left? in the swing of it now. Yeah, you left for like about a week. Uh, yeah, I went like four nights to right. Niagara. Yeah, which was lovely. Some wine tours. Did a lot of wine tours. You went to WWEF no, Niagara. Hasn't existed for a while. Yeah, too bad, man. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Pile driver, the yeah. ride. <laughs> I've heard about it. I'm jealous. Um, but yeah, I went to uh, Niagara. Did wine tours. Bought a load of wine. 
went to some fancy restaurants, uh, swam. Oh, nice. that's been the, the thing I find in, in times of this pandemic. Now it's summertime mm. here in the six. You got to get some pools. You got to go to like the beaches that are good. You, you got to get some swimming. In. Yeah. It's, it cools you down. It's good stuff all around. So you, you're back. You I'm had back. a little getaway. Uh, I thought you were just upset because Kyrie uh, left to back to Japan. That's why everyone, I mean, yeah, everyone I, assumed I, I that's don't, why. I don't think I could have been on the show anyway. Yeah, you last were week, a wreck. But it's I'm I'm over it. Well, I'm not over it, but you know, yeah. I'm dealing with it now. Sure, uh, it's fine. I also thought that you just like ran away, like to 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 the underground. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you like you got you told me you got a new job this week. I did, and then yeah. and then you told me you, you got a new job, but I didn't know what it entailed. And then I thought for a second you um, you left me. Well, you know, it was between um, me and Dabba Yabba Do Dabba Tunde. No, no. But what's his Dabba Kato? Dabba Kato. Yeah, it was between me and him and. And he won. Uh, well, he was already in the country. So. Right. Yeah. The borders yeah. Cl- yeah. closed. Yeah. That's right. Well, damn. I thought for sure that's what you were, you were like, you were walking around the house just quoting Brad Pitt and Edward Norton all day. And then you, you disappeared. I thought for sure you were. So you, you love Shane McMahon. You, you have a jersey. Well, I, I love Shane McMahon. And you know what? I think he loves our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash up next. This is true. It's because freaky. just what the day before Raw Underground aired. We released our Lucha Underground Up Yours episode. Yeah. We watched Someone's two- <laughs> listening. Someone's listening. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we watched uh, we watched some Lucha Underground for the first time for me. A lot of new stuff there. That was a lot of fun for Up Yours as well. But uh, we also decided to to let our, our Facebook group, Up Next Podcasts, and the group on Facebook join it. Uh, put a vote to something else that we were going to do this month for our Patreon. And then we realized it tied in with the Sturgis bike rally. Yep. That's still fucking happening. That's still happening. Yeah. With Fozzie playing uh, and Trapped and Saliva. All wrestling bands. Puddle of Mud. Kill Switch Engage. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are we going? Oh, the boys are closed. Boys Damn. are closed. Shoot. Oh, rats. Can't go. I think, though, if we said, hey, we're going to Sturgis, though, they'd be like, oh, come right in. Yeah, come on in. Yeah. Sorry. No, thanks. Uh, I'll watch. I'll just. We'll just throw our own. I'll get on my Sturgis. I'll get on my bike bike like my my bicycle. <laughs> I'll put on the speaker. So are you saying our aim now is for our tailgate two? Yeah, over Zoom for patrons. Hog wild. It's going to be hog wild. <laughs> it's road wild. Do I need to get a fake tattoo like Tony, Tony Schiavone? <laughs> I'll just go get tat- more tats. I've got some denim shirts I can cut the sleeves there off. There you of. go. Perfect. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. And then we'll just be uh, terrible people from 1996 oh, as the boy. review we watched. We did Hogwild 1996. It's coming out this Friday and realized that this show uh, is kind of so- somewhat hard to watch in some parts, but we talk about all about it on our Patreon coming out this week. Um, yeah. Um, before we kind of go into what else is coming out, we, 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 we did our Lucha Underground, but I didn't get to talk about what I thought about Raw Underground. Uh, did you watch it? I don't watch Raw, but I was coaxed into watching it by our friend John Cena. I watched Raw. I was curious. Yeah. Um, you love Shane McMahon though. So that's why you I do. I do. I do love Shane McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. So what, uh, what did you think of his like shirt? Cause I can't, I kind of want Shane's look from Fight Pit. No, that's the different. That's that's our. That's the one we Fight watch. Club. Fight Club, <laughs> Raw Underground, Raw Underground. I, yeah, I want Death his Jam. Look. 
You want Shane? I McMahon's think I'd look. rock Shane McMahon's. Look. I want uh, what's Ro- what's his name? Rowan Raymond Rowe. Raymond Rowe. Yeah, I want his. I want his look. Okay, yeah, I'm on the road to that uh, with the tattoos on the chest. Uh, I thought that was like so ridiculous that like it's. I thought it was one of the dumbest things I've, I've seen in a long time for for Monday Night Raw. I just found it so cheap that like. Lucha Underground was a show called mm. Lucha Underground that just stopped airing like a few, what, a year or two ago. And they're like, huh, we could like take that style and then just call it Raw Underground. It's like, really? There's no other name for it, first of all, right off the bat. Cheap and lazy. But then I don't, I, I, I watched UFC occasionally. I, I can be a fan. I can get sucked in. I like the big star fights and stuff like that. I used to be a bigger fan. Worked to Fight Network and stuff like that. Watched a lot. To me, this is what when when people would like like look i'm not trying to judge or anything but this is what i imagine people imagining what wrestling is it's okay. just really shitty fake fighting with 9000 cuts that this was this this made me shake my head and go why would i watch this when i can just watch ufc on fight island which is a way better name than raw underground because <laughs> it's on an island i just thought it was really like cheesy and like I, I, I loved the fight pit that they did on NXT. Yes. And we joked about making the references to Fight Club, like the movie. And this was totally like Ziggler looked like uh, what's it, Brad Pitt from it. Like he looked just mm-hmm. like him. But I, I just I didn't understand why. I think it, I thought it was like a rib that they were going to swerve us, and then it just kept going. And I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. The way, the way I see it is, um, I am intrigued moving forwards. And this is obviously the introduction of it. It's going to be like one of three things, or they'll give up in two weeks and exactly. never see it again. <laughs> I see it either being a way to build a match for Shane McMahon, which is fantastic. Shane McMahon versus who? <laughs> winner of Fight Pit, the winner of Bloodsport. This whatever. is Shane McMahon coming in here being like, look, Dad, I'm going to have my own Raw, and it's going to have strippers well, and this, fight pits. This is, and this, I've got a few stories. Cocaine. Yeah. It's either it's a way to build up a feud for him. Or it is, they might be telling this really deep story of this man who's going through a midlife crisis. I hope so. Because, as you said, he's just suddenly, huh, I've got some money. Yeah. Dad, you got some space. Bring some strippers over and put a ring out Why there. Why was there stripper? <laughs> Why not? They're trying to be edgy. Hey, they're open now. Um, uh, phase three. <laughs> it's just, it's just or, it wasn't edgy. Or it's going to be something for the Hurt Business, which is sure. cool, like a way to build them up. But... Or it could be a thing where these fighters could go. Like, I'd fucking love to see it if they do it properly. And then you just got Riddle and O'Reilly just scrapping. I just, it's, I find it really I don't cheesy. I think it's going to be that. Yeah, I find it really cheesy. I just find it like super, like even my, my, my half brother, 16 year old, he used to love wrestling. He's, mm. he's gone into UFC. He's obsessed with everything UFC. He follows everything. And, I'm just imagining this is aimed at like 16 year old kids or whatever. And I find it really lame as a 29 year old now, but as like, maybe if I was 10, I'd be like, Oh, this is so cool. They're fighting. It's dirty. It's dingy and stuff. But like, I'm thinking of my 16 year old who brother who watches actual fighting, who'd be like, what the, what, what is this? What yeah. is it? Someone posted on Twitter, like a clip of uh, some new Japan and it was Moxley and, and uh, Suzuki. And they, and it was a minute or two minute clip of them just slapping and beating the hell out of each other from like last year's G1. Mm. No camera cuts. And it looked way more cooler yeah. than, than the, sorry, they looked so stupid, this yeah. fighting thing. The concept is totally a rip of what Fight Club and everything is a copy of a copy of a copy. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I tuned in because our friend John Cena was like, yeah, it's going to be some huge thing. I was like, yeah, whatever. I had the night off. I was finishing up. I was like, yeah, I'll tune in. I tuned in for the last hour. 
And I was like, what? What? <laughs> what is this? I, I don't disagree with you, but I think, as I said, I'm intrigued. See, I'm sure. going to give it a chance and right. see where it goes because I do like that it's different. I agree about the camera cuts. Right. Uh, but I like the look of it other than that. Uh, talking of our friend John Sino, we've just launched a new show on our Patreon. Uh, it's like a mini-sode called Shot in the Dark, and it's with John Sino basically running down AEW Dark. Uh, he might be running down other stuff on your kind of BC shows that you may have missed. So if there's a good match on 205 Live or Main Event, or if, say, GCW do a show one weekend, uh, he'll be talking about that. It's worth a listen. If you're a fan of AEW, go on there. Um, it's actually the first episode is free on our Patreon. So go to patreon.com forward slash up next. Even if you're not a uh, subscriber, you'll be able to listen to that show. Yes. And we've had good comments so far about Just it. Just a shot in the dark. Ozzy? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, you didn't know that, did you? I, I looked up songs. Oh, look yeah. at you. Wow. And I was like, yeah, that'll work. Dancing Because in the dark. it's a shot. Like it's a little episode. It's yeah. a little thing that you shoot. Big and I love that song. It's about dark and he probably records it in the dark. It's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good show. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. So shout out John Cena. And again, patreon.com slash up next is where you can go, uh, for that. And yeah, like we mentioned, we just did a review of Lucha Underground and we do have our throwback pay per view WCW Hogwild 1996. If you want to see Hulk Hogan spray the world title with the NWO, mm-hmm. well, I just saw him do that. And uh, Rey Mysterio versus Ultimo Dragon, which is awesome. But uh, and Eddie Guerrero versus Ric Flair, which we got on about, which we will go on about uh, how they've not really fought that many times, and this is kind of the one time they did get to do that, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, so we've got uh, that show coming out. Uh, we've also got our Up Yours review of Karate Kid. <laughs> I'm uh, almost 31 years old, and I just watched Karate Kid for the first time ever yesterday. Wow. So we'll be talking all about that with our world champion. Howie Nishi uh, that would be coming out on Sunday uh, for North American and World Champion patrons how have you just never seen that movie before I've definitely seen scenes it's definitely been on like yeah Christmas at home whatever okay. but I've seen like bits of it uh, but yeah just never seen the whole thing wow well you have now I have now and we're gonna talk about it this week on the Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash up next. Like I said, we have a whole summer. Extreme month is over. Best match ever, Terry Funk. Freddie got fingered with Wei Ting. That's all behind us. Our ECW pay-per-view reviews as well. But summer, August is summer month and the schedule is up there. Not only the WCW, but we're doing a, a SummerSlam 2005 review down the line. Yep. We're doing a best match ever SummerSlam main events. We have a SummerSlam game that's going to be so much fun. Uh, check out the schedule. Yeah, again. I can confirm our first entrant for the SummerSlam game okay um john and way the thing is we've done this get these games a few times um it's been you me john way mike murray's joined us for one of them yeah we do them for the big five pay-per-views um and john and way just keep beating us so we had to sack them off this time just remember i was john's lifeline for knowledge about 2005 royal rumble yes but um (laughs) But yeah, we've had to sack off John and Way because they're, they're beating us at our own games. Beating us at our own games. We should challenge them to a fight pit. Yes. Well, you know, our our equivalent to fight pit here at Up Next would be a lit pit. Lit pit. Yeah, and it's just a hot box, and it's last man standing. Right. We would win. You'd win. <laughs> um, yes. So we have Andrew Thompson. Yes. Um, awesome. Who's follow him on YouTube? He puts out awesome interviews. Yes, uh, writes the all the like a load of the reports on the post wrestling website. 
uh, he's going to be joining us for the SummerSlam game. And Can't we've wait. got more guests to announce down the line. Yes. Um, and then just uh, some more housekeeping here for some more shows. The Patreon, the whole month is up there. There's more stuff that we'll like go through uh, in the following weeks. But uh, as a free review this summer, we're doing something where we remember what you did last summer. That's coming out later this month as well. I for- uh, Sorry, I'm already blanking on what, what it's actually called. I know I- what you did last yeah, summer. Yeah, I do know what you did last summer. We will be doing that. And uh, you just uh, started a new job. You got a new bar gig. That's going to be awesome. But uh, I really wanted to review Money Plane. So me and John Ceno are going to be doing that one. And you know what? I think we're just going to throw it on this free feed. And the movie I'm talking about is Money Plane with Edge and Frasier. Yes. So uh, that'll be out sometime maybe next week. But uh, we'll announce – we'll go into it more next week. But that is all the stuff. Join the Facebook group. Join the Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at Up Next Podcast. Am I forgetting anything else? I think that's oh, – I, I also wanted to briefly mention the XFL. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why, but isn't that funny? Isn't that just crazy? Uh, I joke to you. I don't watch real sports. I strictly watch a lot of fake sports. I watched some of the Raptors just the other weekend. But uh, when the XFL like relaunched this year um, – I was coming to your bar where you were and I was yeah. watching the games and I was like, this is the greatest. I'm going to start watching football now. I don't get it. Don't understand. But I'm watching football. I had to pick a team. I was going to, I was thinking of the New York team. Everyone was telling me these dragons or something. And then it shut down because the pandemic. After five weeks. Yeah. It wasn't their fault this time. <laughs> it was fair. It wasn't. I think they'd have had a chance. I think so. I think so. And I think the rock thinks that too. So he bought them. I, I disagree with that last point. What? You don't think that you think? No, the I'm, think, I'm thinking, okay, the bar I work at, I've been there four years. Um, like the people I work with, I hate the owner. Hate him. Okay. Um, Hopefully he doesn't listen to this show. He won't. If he does, <laughs> he won't even know who I am. Hate him. Um, and I'm not mentioning the name of the bar. You'll have to go back and listen to the other episodes before you know that. It's called Cheers? Yeah. It's called Puzzles. Um, but yeah, so... I'm like, if I saw my bar was in financial trouble and I had the money of The Rock, I'd buy it just for the lols, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Just be like my former boss who had to drop it. I worked with for years and probably pissed off a few times, had to drop it. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw fifteen million on that. I'm, I'm the sure rock. He, I What's fifteen million dollars? No, but he split it with someone he's too. Split, so yeah, yeah it's, it's not like, even. What's that to them? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's just yo. Should we do this? It'd be really funny. <laughs> do you want to piss off my former boss? Yeah, let's buy his failed football team. He's already company. probably made the money back from yeah. whatever. Like it's so they've got teams. They'll come back eventually, and I think people will watch it. I just I I actually do. There's there's the other thing I they mentioned on. Um, one of John Way's shows is it would be just a good property for The Rock to have for a film as well. Okay. Like, oh, right, right. Okay. Like a dramatization about the failings of XFL. Like, The Rock's movie company can now do that now because they just you. own it. Wow. For 15 million bucks to, like, have the rights to a film, maybe as well. Damn, I, I'm going to, I have to pick a team still. I think I'm going with the New York, what is it, Gar- I don't know. I don't know these things. So I got to, I'm going to watch. Yeah, and it's the Rock's company. They should add a team named after the McMahon's as well. The Vinces, <laughs> Shane's, yeah. the Mick, yeah, the something. Uh, super cool. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch real sports, but uh, I do in the pandemic when you're hanging out with friends. But like, 
it's back on TV now, so it's like, all right, cool, let's watch it. You seen like some of the weird crowds they got? The, WWE should do that. The fake, the like webcams. Yeah, and people are buying like cardboard cutouts of themselves. Yeah, interesting. It's yeah, it's cool. Yeah, whatever works. Are we going to do that for our takeover tailgate too? Yeah, we've got to work out how we're doing this tailgate, but we are doing a tailgate on Zoom for our patrons. So sign up. Uh, you know what? It's way, way less than paying your Disney Plus plus 30 bucks to watch Mulan. Oh. We're, we're such a better deal. Wow. You can join us for tailgates. You can yeah. listen to our shows. So, yeah. yeah. That's true. It's a bargain. Yeah, really. So we'll we'll look for that'll be the real lit pit. Yeah, we take over tailgate too, live from the BDE <laughs> MSG. Uh, so I guess we can talk about some NXT because that's what it. we're here to talk about. And I know you're cracking. I can. Uh, let's talk about NXT from August fifth, my mother's birthday today. Happy birthday, mom! Oh, happy birthday, yeah. mom! Shout out, moms all, all around. NXT from August fifth, two thousand twenty. Um. We start off with a little bit of a recap. Now, you were away last week. Did you actually watch it? I did, yes. Yeah, so uh, you, you're caught up to speed on what's going on. Yep. And you, you know what's happening. Well, they let us know, and they fill us in with Undisputed Era challenging Imperium in the main event tonight for the NXT Tag Team Titles. But we start off with a match, a number one contenders match for the NXT Women's Championship. It is Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai. And the winner will face EO at TakeOver Dirty 30. Uh, we, we watched this in the backyard and we, I was barbecuing some chicken and you had NXT playing on the TV, but the volume was real low. So you're like, oh, I'm going to turn it up. And as soon as you turned it up, and obviously you know when you turn it up and it always goes way louder yeah. than you think, as right when you did that, it's just, this is my brutality. And you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> and all our neighbors are like, uh, what the fuck's going on over there? And it's like, sorry, we're just watching Rhea Ripley come out. Um, Rhea Ripley comes out. So does the quick high. This match starts off. They start to chop each other. Chops on chops. Um, Dakota Kai is kind of getting the advantage, but Rhea shuts her down early, is p- pounding away on her, hits a wheelbarrow face plant. For a two count. Dakota at one point does like a victory roll for a two p- count. There's clothesline from Ripley, then like a kick through the ropes to like the apron to the head of Dakota Kai, then face drops her onto the apron after that. They go to commercial, but picture in picture, and it's Ripley kind of with the offense, but during this, Dakota g- comes back. And when they come back from break, Dakota has like a side neck Saturn kind of stretch on Ripley. Not her finish though, but some other one. Uh, Ripley fights back. There's a cravat. Classic move. With knees from Ripley, then a basement drop kick, then like a, an electric chair into like a face buster move. Edge always used to do this. Uh, but Dakota comes back with the scorpion kick, but it's not enough. The riptide gets countered into a huge DDT, then the prism trap, and somehow Dakota Kai counters out of that, sending Ripley into the turnbuckle. And when they're both now fighting on the top turnbuckle, looking like who's going to hit a superplex or something... When the ref is distracted, Mercedes Martinez interferes with a boot to Rhea's face, which allows Kai to grab onto Ripley, who's like hanging onto the ropes, to then hit like a rope hung assisted go to kick, which is like the GTS version or her version of the GTS. And Dakota Kai pins Rhea Ripley and is the number one contender. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed this. I thought this was a great opener. Um, Rhea Ripley, obviously, she was kind of the last sort of 
well, she was tied up in the feud with Charlotte and she hasn't faced EO one-on-one yet, no. I believe. No, Well, uh, Wasn't it screwy? I'm, if I remember correctly, yeah, a was, while back, yeah. maybe. Um, so she's got a genuine story, but like also Dakota Kai for like a good few weeks now has been calling out EO. So it made sense. I, I thought it was a really good competitive match. I'm pleased Dakota won. I thought that's the direction I wanted yes, it to go definitely. in. But also Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez interfering made sense because she's obviously now with Robert Stonebrand and Rhea had the thing with him. And that's a match I'd kind of like to see as well. Rhea versus Mercedes. So I came out of this going, oh, they're two feuds I'm really actually looking forward to. And I thought the match was great too. Yeah, no, I, I liked it actually. Um, I liked the fact that it's Rhea Ripley's this weird tweener thing. She did baby faces. She a heel. We don't really know, but Dakota is the straight up heel here. And Dakota like is kind of more nastier than like, she's not that like, like that underdog, right? This character, she's completely owned up to this character. Mm. So her going up against Ripley, who's like a lot bigger and kind of would look kind of scarier next to Dakota Kai. Uh, it's she's coming across. It's like delivering for yeah. me, like the character of her, like kind of laughing in the face of getting slapped and like mm. kicking her and like kind of getting real nasty. I I think she's really taken this character and, and run with it. But uh, this was this was good and and the right person won. I really want to see Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai. Which one will get me high? Mm. The match definitely will. That'll be awesome. I think that could be that even should a, be really good. That could be a, a show stealer in my opinion. Uh, come take over because I think it really could be. Th- those two will deliver after the match as well. Uh, Mercedes Martinez attacked Ripley again, um, and Ripley was actually busted open. She was bleeding from the nose. Oh so, no! Uh, clearly going in that direction, uh, which sounds pretty cool. So Mercedes and Ripley is yeah. like the next thing. Uh, we have a recap of this whole Pat McAfee scenario with Shawn Michaels, Adam Cole, all these people. So they 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 buried the hatchet. They're sorry. Cole's sorry. Pat's sorry. But Pat's hanging around tonight. To, yeah, he to, was seen chatting to Shawn Michaels earlier in the night. We saw Undisputed all rocking up in their suits and Kyle's hat. Yeah. Um, Tonight is the good. return of Cool Kyle. It's the whole of Undisputed Era for yes. the first time in a long time. First time in a long time. Yeah, you're back. Kyle's back. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Pat McAfee later. He's going to be joining some commentary is what we learn later tonight. But are you ready for the Battle of the Aussies? That's what this Bring it is. On. Yeah. Bronson Reed versus Shane Thorne. Bronson Reed has won his triple threat. He's in the ladder match at TakeOver 30 for the North American title. And he's facing kind of one of his, his friends. Uh, there's, they've gone back and forth. They've had a, quite a few matches in NXT before. But even before signing to WWE, both of them have had like history uh, on the indies. So it is kind of cool to kind of see uh, bros go at it. Or sorry, mates. Go at it. Um, it's pretty much a slugfest. I love the direction Bronson Reed's going in, and like he's just he comes across as a star now to me. Something has clicked, and they're going with it, and the push is is totally mm. working. But Shane Thorne is someone we've seen for quite a while, who always has like been like the the fall guy who can put on like, make you look good. We saw we'd have seen him in uh, Takeover t- Toronto One, right? Sure, yeah, and true. He'd, wow. even then he, he'd been in the company for a while then. So we're talking like. Five, six years yeah. off the top of my head. There's, uh, they're, they're battling it out, like basically just forearms and, and strikes. 
and Bronson somehow ends up on the outside and Shane Thorne with like a tope through the middle rope, but then he does the flip, like the, the conhilo. Yeah, they called it a senton, like yeah. a suicide senton. Looked yeah. Awesome. But like rocket speed, just crazy. Uh, and he starts to beat down on Bronson who gets up, puts him in a full Nelson, lifts him up in the air and slams him onto the apron, which is just nasty. Love that. Uh, then they're back in the ring and Shane Thorne goes for like this moonsault, but he lands on his feet, then runs up and kicks Bronson in the head, who's then like draped over from the top rope over the turnbuckle, which then Shane just runs at him with a flipping cannonball onto him there, knocks him to the ground and hits a shining wizard, but only a two count. Uh, this is already like super fast paced. And then Bronson Reed just, uh, they call him sometimes the Ozzilla. He just gets up and he headbutts him. Military press, drops him face first, then Senton hits him with this clothesline that spins him inside out, and then the DVD. And in my head, I'm always, I'm, I've been judging Big E lately, cause I said Big E needs a new finisher, which he came out with one, but I think he needs like a new power move. But I thought that about Bronson. I'm like, yeah, he has the splash, but he needs something a little like, a little more oomph. And he, uh, he does that right here with this beautiful, Death Valley yeah, Driver. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah, and then he climbs the top rope and hits what they're calling the Tsunami, which is just a flying splash from this guy. And Bronson Reed pins Shane Thorne. He's the he's the superior Aussie, but uh, both guys were great in this match. This was fun. I really enjoyed this. This was uh, this was so good. Uh, Thorne looked great at the beginning. Like, I think we all expected, and rightfully so, Bronson Reed should win. He's going into the big match. But it made me miss Shane Thorne. Um, yeah. He was a guy I just... TM61 kind of had, like, had their chance, and then I can't remember which one got injured, but yeah. one of them got injured, so they were off for a while. Then they were, what, the Mighty, and the, but the mighty then Neil. he left. <laughs> so this guy, I feel, has been quite start-stop, and... He always surprises me whenever I watch him. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like this guy. Get a cracker this with guy, Gargano with the beginning of the year. Right, yeah. uh, or Sorry, the end of last year. And then year. the pandemic hit and yeah. he had to disappear for a bit. So I I really like this. Um, I thought he looked great. Bronson Reed is just, he's so enjoyable to watch. I'm really looking forward to seeing his career yep. and his rise. And I hope, even if he doesn't win the ladder match, I hope he has a really good showing. He's my pick. I'm going for straight on the on the... Bronson train? Yeah. Not the Braun train. Not the Braun Express. We'll talk about trains on Hogwild, about <laughs> Ice Train from WCW. My God. But no, uh, Bronson Reed is is one of my favorites to watch. And this was so much fun. And knowing that these guys are like our bros, this was probably like, I, I thought you guys delivered for, especially, it's cool to see like guys who want to fight each other, want to fuck around and do Part this. Part of me hopes we see Thorn in this faction on Raw. Oh, okay. Like, I'd like this to be... He's been in NXT for fucking ages. The like, faction, the, the the people who light things on fire. Yeah, yeah, which is just a great, great thing to do these days. Love hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a thing. Let's start a mysterious stable that are basically doing terrorist acts. Fucking spot on WWE. Fucking great. And then a day after, there's fucking explosions in the world. Thanks WWE. You're just on point lately. Like fuck off. Uh, I hope he's not in that faction. Actually, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't compare it. Quite to terrorism. It's they're, they're fucking up. I just don't think you should have fire to like. No, I'm joking about the terrorism thing, but, but like, yeah. But the fact that like that was something you deliberately shot on TV. You you shot like a, a bunch of hooded people like trying to light things on fire. I thought it was very stupid and kind of in the in the world we're living in of like I watch I turn on the news and they're showing me like riots and stuff and then 
WWE is like almost mimicking that, kind of jumping on that to to go with the storyline. I think it's kind of distasteful. Okay, uh, I, I got that from watching Raw, but it was only like only like thirty seconds of Raw that I was like, okay. But I thought in my in my like, oh really? That's not a time you would do that kind of angle. But yeah. Okay. I, I thought that, but obviously that's that's just my opinion, man. Um, but no, I was just... I hope he's not in that stable. Well, I was going to say, I'm wondering if this is, hey, you're moving up to the main roster. Do you want another quick like NXT match because you've been here forever? Sure, and sure. And sure, I'll fight my Aussie mate, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I um, think Shane Thorne should be bigger. I'm just thinking he'd be... I'm trying to think. It's got to be NXT guys in this faction on Raw, and I'm kind of thinking, who, Why don't we just what get, else is there for this guy to do? What is it? Shane Thorne. Who's uh, the disciple? Buddy? Buddy Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, you could have a you whole... you got Brandon Vink there. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> but, like, Murphy's with uh, Rollins, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, this was a lot of fun, and I think Bronson Reed should uh, get a huge push going for I think he should win that ladder match. Uh, earlier today, we see Breezango being attacked... By Legato del Fantasma, and they beat them up, and they they do they kidnap him here again? Yeah, they more put him in the trunk of the car. There's more kidnapping here, and uh, we'll see where that goes later on. I was a little taken aback that I'm like, wait, you've you've been beating these guys up, and you're over it, but then you're you're putting them in your trunk of your cars. I don't. Where are you going with them? Like you're already at the arena. <laughs> yeah, but well, I don't know the heel spinning, side of the spinning around, the going around the tracks. Just like what? I guess it's easier to get away from uh, Breeze though that way, isn't it? So you just oh, because he left the other one there. Yeah, he left the, Breeze. Right. There. Okay, you gotcha. Drive yeah. off, so he's not chasing you. Wouldn't it be better if they just drove him somewhere really far? Like they're in Winter Park, Florida, which is just outside Orlando. Just drive him to, like Kissimmee. Just leave him there. <laughs> take him to take him. It's Florida. Take him to like Disney World. Just leave him there and then drive Stop back. <laughs> That would have been more effective. Yeah, but their segment was coming up soon. So. <laughs> they got to get back. There's three of them. Huh? Yeah, they could have sent one. Let Joaquin drive. Yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. Take him to the impact zone. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that a little later on. Uh, but we have Mackenzie Mitchell, who's backstage with Robert Stone. And um, basically, they it's Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez. And Robert Stone says... We're not done with Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley says she's done with Robert Stone brand, but the Stone brand ain't done with Rhea Ripley. And they walk off and Aaliyah says, bye, which is one of our favorite uh, catchphrases uh, to each other. I think a lot of people say that. I love bye. it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I think of Superbad because it's Michael Sarah when he says bye to Becca mm. and then realizes they're both still going in the same direction. Oh, you know yeah. when that happens yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm still walking. I already said bye to you, but I'm still. So then he like walks faster. So he leaves yep. and bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aaliyah does that here. And I laughed. Uh, so Robert Stone has revenge on his mind when it comes to Rhea Ripley. And we'll find out what happens next week. But it's time for a triple threat match. And the winner of this match will be entered into the ladder match at TakeOver 30. It's Oni Lorcan, Damian Priest, and uh, debuting here on NXT from NXT UK, Ridge Holland. All right. So uh, you didn't watch last week, or you did watch last week, sorry. Yeah. What do you know about this Ridge Holland guy? Not much at all. Okay. I'm not really familiar with him from like the UK scene. Me neither. And I've barely watched NXT UK. Uh, I believe he was a rugby player. Toronto Wolfpack, um, baby. We yeah. think we think he got this spot because he was clearly working for 
uh, a Toronto rugby team and a Halifax team. So therefore, the Canadian work visa maybe helped him get an American one and thus far sneaked his way into this. this that's our theory. That's our theory. Where are the other Where's all these guys? other guys? I mean, yeah. There's shit going on. But Pete Dunn, where are you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ridge Holland is debuting here. And the second you see him come out, he's got like a British, uh, what is it, a policeman stick? He's got like a baton. He's got a flat cap. Jack the Ripper style. Yeah. Uh, Looking at this guy, I was like, oh yeah, I want to watch this guy. I want to watch this guy versus Oni Lorcan versus Jamie Priest. The look of him, he's a monster. He's, he looks like he would kill you. His, his, his promos leading up to this were like, yeah, I got in trouble for like, you know, scuffling on the, the field and brawling and stuff. He looks like he's going to do that. And that's just what he does. Triple threat between Damian Priest, Ridge Holland, Oni Lorcan. Uh, Oni and Ridge kind of go at it and Priest is like, all right, like, cool. But then they all start going at it. Earlier on, there's a flatliner on Ridge from Priest. Uh, Oni sends Priest and Ridge to the outside and then hits this huge topic on Hilo onto both of them. Back in the ring, Holland gets to show off some moves by just hitting suplexes and belly-to-belly throws and just wild. This guy is crazy. He does this, the arm trap move and then headbutts you this and then nuts. overhead belly-to-belly suplexes this, you. So we were watching this together and neither of us have really seen this guy. As soon as he did that, we were like, okay, yeah, okay, I'm I like sold. this guy. I like this, this guy. guy's good. This guy is great. Uh, he's wild. He's on fire. He's going after Damien Priest now, but this is where Oni comes back in, flying with uppercuts in the corner on both guys, then a double blockbuster, but then Ridge Holland runs at this guy with this like football tackle type move, uh, which is crazy, but then also like a gut wrench like power bomb on Priest, but Oni breaks that up like, too. And Priest is big. Yeah. They were selling like this is a, a heavy guy and a tall guy. For him to just gut-wrench him like that was crazy. Uh, Oni ain't taking his shit, though. He hulks up. He's going against them. He's raging against the ridge. He's he's on fire. And this is when he just runs into this lariat and just gets spun out of control. It's insane. Priest then hits a sit-out chokeslam on ridge, taking him out of the match. Oni is barely standing and walks right into the reckoning. And Damien Priest gets the win. Damien Priest is now going to take over 30 into the ladder match. But wow, this was some Smash Mouth style wrestling. I love the fact that he debuted against Oni and Priest. The the good style contrast was really cool. But uh, I know Priest won. And I know, you know, Priest Priest keeps getting better and better. And I think he's finding his way here in NXT. And I'm kind of happy he's entered into this match. But I was uh, more kind of my focus was on this this debuting guy of Ridge Holland who just looks like an absolute unit. Like this yeah. guy looks like a fridge. Like I, he'll kill you. A, a fridge or a ridge? Uh, he's a, yeah. Fridge, <laughs> fridge Holland. Fridge Holland. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that, but wow. Uh, he's just, he's like Hugh. He looks like. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed this match. I think, uh, I don't think either of us really thought Oni was going to win, but he's a great person to just make a good fun match out of this. But we were going, maybe they're just going to strap the rocket to this Ridge guy and put him in this uh, ladder match. I think the right person won. I think Damien Priest, uh, I've really been enjoying him on NXT. And actually his face turn, I'm kind of enjoying more than I thought. I'm like, yeah, you are, you seem pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and you, you put on great matches. But yeah, Ridge Holland really uh, impressed me in yeah, this match. I, I think we'll see some more of him on this, on this show because... 
he looked great. Like him versus Oni is a match you could yeah. go to, uh, but as a, as a breakout match here, uh, fantastic. I know it's it sucks because we have the Thatcher who's here. Why isn't Thatcher in this fucking raw underground shit? He's basically been doing this this whole time. Yeah, his Thatcher Thatch can thing is technically that. I don't well, like yeah, it's the same it thing. Like what the fuck? Um, but I feel like this guy is like the new like rough. Around the edges, I, I machine. I think he'll, he'll be interesting against a lot of different people because he can have those like big lads wrestling kind of things, mm-hmm. or you can do a David Goliath thing with him as well. Um, and yeah. he seemed pretty athletic. He was pretty quick as well. He was um, for a guy who's only been doing this for a few years. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Honestly, so far on this show, I've really, really enjoyed the wrestling. Like he only signed two years ago. Okay, wow, that's pretty pretty nuts but mm-hmm. he's only been wrestling for like four minus four years or something yeah. like that so uh i thought he he looked like he looked cool he had the moves i that's i just got to hear him talk now but yeah uh he'll hit people with that nightstick you just know it and then i'll hate him <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so far the wrestling on the show has been it's that's been good. It, it's like they're listening to our, our our gripes like hey we we want the wrestling back yeah. on nxt and they're they're definitely delivering that tonight great match that triple threat was a lot of fun but are you ready to go to the moon? Because it's Cameron Grimes versus Keith Lee. It's a PWG rematch, dream match, if you whatever you want to call it. Keith Lee, the NXT champion, versus Cameron Grimes, who comes out looking all cocky as hell because he's ready. He's gonna he's gonna show the world that he can beat the NXT champion. Uh, but early on, Cameron Grimes is just dicking around. He's he's getting out of the ring rolling around doesn't really want to confront keith lee but when he does he finally gets some offense keith lee somehow ends up on the outside and cameron grimes hits the not quite the golden triangle moonsault but what would keith what would cameron if cameron grimes does the golden triangle but what would you if it's cameron grimes like the moon it's literally a moon salt so oh, he's doing right, it because he's going to the moon but it's going to the moon salt <laughs> to the outside onto keith lee uh when they then they go to commercial break when grimes has the offense but when we come back they're in the ring and there's a strike fest and you don't want to do that with the huge like baseball mid-sized hands of keith lee who just swipes around keith cameron grimes who then somehow gets a roll up but with the ropes but it's only a two count not even the ropes can keep you down keith lee goes for the pounce but Grimes scouts it with like an enzigiri which is just awesome but then runs into like the running cross body from Keith Lee for a two and then Keith Lee almost tries to do it again but then it gets caught in the collision course which is like the power slam Spanish fly which is awesome the, the fact that he could do it I know the guy helps you and jumps and like flips yeah. but Keith Lee is huge so the the fact that he still managed to flip him perfectly oh, yeah. looked awesome uh, Cameron Grimes goes for the cave-in but it's blocked and just gets Double chop, like a Mongolian chop to the throat almost. And this is where Keith Lee maintains wrist control and just hits like one after another clotheslines. Rainmakers, if you will, all great champions maintain wrist control. You've got to. Like if you ever listen to Kevin Kelly, it's what you need. Like you, could, people could learn a lot of – if you just – took that advice in all and put it to all life, just maintain wrist control. You know how the other week I said, is plexiglass just a, a fancy name for see-through plastic? Yeah. Like, it sounds... Elimination Chamber, fuck, he got thrown through plexiglass, right. and it's... Oh, it's a sheet of plastic. Yeah. It's same with... Um, wrist control? Wrist control. What? It's like... 
Oh, he's holding his wrist. <laughs> he's, holding his he's holding his hand. Oh, Doesn't sound as good, does it? Hand. He's got wrist control. He's got wrist control. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm he's in. He's maintaining wrist control, and Lee just pounds him with these these lariats, these clotheslines, just killing him. Picks up Cameron Grimes and hits this huge spirit bomb. He literally took his spirit and sent it to the moon. What? <laughs> he literally sent him to the he moon. He got so high, and then Grimes bounced... And Lee just very carefully put him on his shoulders. Put him back on his shoulders. But, like, just placed him back. And, and like, the rest like... of his body was still in the air, but his shoulders were down. It looked great. Yeah, his spirit left his body with the spirit bomb. Wow, Keith Lee pins Cameron Grimes with the spirit bomb and stands tall with the NXT Championship. But then the lights go out. It's Scarlet's voice, but like talking in like I don't know, like Latin or something. But someone, yeah, I know what you're going to say. Someone in the crowd yeah. yells subtitles because <laughs> you can't understand what she's saying. And then it shows the video of Karrion Cross, his close close video of him, and he's saying, uh, you know, you're you're making me do this, Keith. I gave you your choices, but it looks like this is what I have to do now. And it kind of shows him pans out and he's like beating the hell out of someone choking someone out it looked like is it was it danny birch i think it was danny birch i don't really understand why but he was doing it why not yeah i'm just gonna attack random people keith <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do to get your attention uh and says he's gonna be on a, a, a war path essentially until he gets what he wants which is the nxt title and uh kind of leaves after goes to commercial after that but uh, cool angle continuing what we thought. John Ceno last week predicted, filling in for you, predicted that Karrion Cross is eventually going to go after Mia Yim, and that's how he's going to get the title shot with okay. Keith Lee. But here it's Karrion Cross is like, no, I'm just going to fuck everyone. The up. next best thing, Nanny Birch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throw him up. Uh, you know how wow. WWE do that though. One week they'll just suddenly say, oh, this is. Keith Lee is Danny Birch's best friend. And you're like, what? Since when? And then he'll get attacked. And then they'll just say on commentary for weeks after, yeah, you know, Danny Birch and Keith Lee have been best friends. You're like, since when? Wow. Yeah, I guess that's that's what they're going with here. Uh, but... Uh, but the match itself was a lot of fun. Keith Lee and Cameron Grimes. Again, I feel like I could watch these like, guys Cam- wrestle all the time. We, like, we love Cameron Grimes here. There was no question about who was going to win this match. Right, it was yeah. going to be Keith Lee, and he dominated. Like Keith Lee dominated. Cameron Grimes got a bit of stuff in, but still really enjoyable. And yeah, um, Cameron Grimes is. So I, awesome. I want to see Cameron Grimes move up, but I actually really enjoy him in the position he is. Yeah, he'll 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 definitely get there. But for right now, I love this this character yeah. that he's got and everything. Uh, I don't. I hope he kind of gets added to this ladder match, but I don't know because they're they're. They're kind of mucking around a little bit now, but uh, I think Keith Lee versus Cameron Grimes could also con- potentially be a, ma- a bigger match down the line. Yeah. Like when they're kind of more established, I think that I, they, I know they've, they've danced before in, in PWG and stuff like that in the yeah. scene, but there's more, there's more, but this was a lot of fun as well. Uh, William Regal actually updates us on the ladder match and says that Dexter Loomis is injured. Therefore, he uh, he ain't going to be in that ladder match, nope. which is uh, a little uh, upsetting, I could imagine, for Dexter Loomis. He got this this kind of spot, this chance, uh, and it's kind of like, oh, good for him, and then it's kind of taken away. So, uh, hope Dexter, good vibes to Dexter Loomis, just evil staring. Um, but William Regal says that there's going to be some replacements and more people added to this match. 
which includes uh, a bunch of people who were not pinned in triple threat matches who have their gripes and can like challenge. So there will be a ne- there will be another triple threat with some no. some sort of special guy. No, so I think oh yeah, so next week we've got uh Kushida versus uh Cameron Grimes versus a mystery. Okay. Person. Right, sorry, yeah. And then the the four people who were not pinned or submitted yes. in the triple threats are going to go into two singles matches okay. and the winner of that will fill Dexter Loomis and the final spot. Ah, interesting, but confusing. But all right. So still a lot of, like, you can have mystery because you've got mystery opponent next week and right. then you've got the second chance. So Kushida versus Grimes versus blank. Yes. So who's that going to be? Is it going to be someone from NXT UK? Pete Dunn? That'd be great. Like if if they could have if they can get Pete Dunn over. Who do you think? I is? think that'll be someone I'd like to see. Yeah. Or do you move someone from Raw SmackDown? From Raw Underground. Dolph or Ziggler. someone PC. Uh yeah, I don't know. Um there's a few options, but I, I'm cool I feel with if you're bringing a mystery guy in, he's kinda of gotta win this. Well, I right? feel like Cameron Grimes should win this. <laughs> don't don't you think? Like why bring in someone unless Yeah. I know it's you know who it's gonna be. Conor Reeves? Tyler Breeze. <laughs> it's always that. It's, it's always that. Whenever they it's tease gonna, people, it's, it's Tyler Breeze or Fandango, and I get so upset. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Kashida's involved as well. It's Tyler Breeze. God damn it. If it is. No, they were kidnapped and beat up. Oh, no, wait, no. So, yeah. We're not there yet, but yeah. <laughs> Let us know. Who do you think it's going to be next week as the surprise person? Uh, I guess we shall see. So, uh, we then go to the next segment, which is, uh, Legato del Fantasma, LDF. So the, so the, so the kids are calling them now. LDF? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, come out and they say, cut the music. And they got Fandango. He's all beaten up. And they're like, look, we've explained to you people. We've been explaining that Lucha Libre is more than, than, than this, than this art you portray. It's more than just a cheap way to sell merchandise. And unfortunately, people like Breezango exist. And you see, they, they dressed up as Lucha Libre a few weeks ago, and they spit in the face of Lucha Libre. So the disrespect stops right now. And they start to beat up Fandango, but then this is when Breeze finally runs back out. I guess he was t- he found their, their car parked, and he ran back in the arena. He comes down to get the save. But the three-on-two kind of advantage, or three-on-one really, because Fandango's already beat up. They beat down on Tyler Breeze. They beat down on Fandango. They hit this new move. It's a, what is it? A side Russian leg sweep kind of gamin guri. Love it. (laughs) I knew you would. You had me at side Russian. (laughs) (laughs) You know, those those backwards we've been smoking. We had one for my birthday. Right. The white Russian. We were joking when we smoked it. I was like, you got to try this. It's a coffee, like, flavored white Russian blunt. The blunt wraps. Yeah, the backwards. Um, and you're getting your street cred because you smoked a backwards with me. But I gave it to you, and you're like, "What's it called?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's uh, a white Russian." And you're like, "Oh, white Russian? Like the co- it smells like coffee?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's a white Russian leg sweep." So that's what we're calling them now. These giant bats of blunts, white Russian leg sweeps. But yeah, this move was cool. Uh, uh, like a side Russian leg sweep kick to the head here. They stand tall. They're basically calling out all the two of fivers, whatever yep. that show is. People, is that still a show? Yeah. Wow. Um, so they're running that show too, which is cool if they're doing kind of both shows to be fair, but I just don't, there's, there's a lot of wrestling to watch. Mm. Um, 
this was fine, but I feel like they do they call out Swerve as well. Um, Escobar says like, "Keep your name out of my mouth, Swerve. Like, don't talk shit about me. Keep your name. Put some respect on my name." So clearly, we're gonna get Swerve versus Escobar. Yeah, I I like that. That sounds I think that's, great. That's the direction it should go. I, I love Swerve, but I think Escobar kind of needs to continue on. I this think one. Escobar should continue with it. Yeah, but um, should be a really good match. Do you put that on thirty? I would, or at least like, yeah, because they not. haven't been really putting the cruiserweights on. But I, I'd like to see that there. Well, I'm getting a little nervous because we cut to the parking lot. Mackenzie Mitchell's with Damian Priest, and he says. That I've been after this North American title for a long time, and now is the time, and people will see. So it doesn't matter. Everyone's talking about Bronson Reed and and how he's you know he's the the, the favor here, the new star. Well, it's not happening because the reign of infamy begins. And you see, Loomis is out, and it sucks, but you know it doesn't matter. I'm going through. And as he's like gonna get in his car, the camera kind of pans, and you see like in the distance in the parking lot. Bronson Reed, who's like getting into his car, and Bronson- he's like, "Hey, you're right, mate." <laughs> I swear, all right, mate. He says, <laughs> "He says," and I quote, "I'll see you at Takeover, mate." But it was pretty much, "You're right, mate." <laughs> he says that. At the yeah, end, yeah. Right, mate. He gets his attention. He's with Mackenzie <laughs> being interviewed. I'm for it. Also, I quite like Priest's promo. He sounded real, which I I liked. Sure. But he's there talking. And he's like, "You're right, mate." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, so then he goes over to his car and he talks to Bronson Reed and he says, look, Bronson, I want to be clear. Uh, you're not going to have another fluke win at TakeOver 30. And he's like, uh, excuse me, fluke win? Uh, I'll show you what a fluke win is. And he, he says, anytime, one-on-one, let's go. And that's when I think he says, you're all right, mate. Uh, and so I'm pretty sure it's either getting added next week or in weeks to come. No, they, they announced it's next week. These two are having a match as well as, uh, Danny Birch versus Karrion Cross. Awesome. Wow. That sounds pretty great. Um, so yeah, this is the, the triple threat match. Yeah, this was fine. Uh, no one got attacked in the parking lot. There was no tomfoolery. Yeah. I, I wasn't overly keen on, uh, Thick Boy's uh, delivery. Okay. Um, I thought he sounded a bit weak. I think maybe also it doesn't help that Damien Priest has a great voice. Like well, he the, sounds like... He's so deep. Blade. Exactly. He's so deep, but it sounds like natural to him, if that makes sense. It doesn't okay. sound like he's putting it on. Um, and then he, like Bronson's just like, you all right, mate? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like, I think... No, I don't know. It... It was cool, though. I, I think this would be a really fun match. Uh, Bronson Reed sporting a uh, Halloween Havoc. Yeah, the, shirt. a lot of people were going on about that on their Facebook. No, that's a, that was a different shirt. That was a uh, Ninja Turtles shirt. Oh. Yeah, he was wearing this, like, awesome, uh, what was it, Toy Snob, uh, Rucking Fotten exclusive Ninja Turtles shirt. I looked shirt. at Rucking Fotten for your birthday. Yeah, so the problem um, is they delete their sh- You can only buy it when it's up, and then when it's gone, it's gone. Which sucks because I really wanted that. Yeah, shirt. No, yeah, I was looking to buy like whatever was on, but yeah. they weren't doing anything because of the pandemic. So I got you an honest Travs <laughs> t-shirt. Are we going on later? I'll we're wearing that. No, time. I'll put it on later, and we'll go on live on okay. Honest Travs. All right. Yeah, anyone listening who knows what Honest Travs is, put us up. <laughs> we're on it. <laughs> uh, so we go to uh, our next match, which is Tegan Knox versus Indy Hartwell. And I turn to you and I go, hey, didn't Indy Hartwell beat Shotzi Blackheart? And then the commentary goes, hey, Indy 
Hartwell beat Shotzi Blackheart. And then the bell rings, and then Indy Hartwell goes up to Tegan Knox and says, I beat Shotzi Blackheart. <laughs> so it's pretty much just just saying the same thing. It's yeah. like, you beat one person. All right. Um, and Tegan just headbutts her and shuts her up and starts to beat down on her. Uh, this is when Pat McAfee joins the commentary booth and is just being Pat. Uh, didn't bring his dog, though. So I was already a little upset. I was already on the fence about this. Um, there's a sidewalk slam from Indy Hartwell who c- tries to fight back and then a big boot to Tegan's face. But Tegan fires back with a series of strikes, hits the cannonball in the corner, and not just the shining wizard, but the shiniest wizard. And Tegan Knox gets the quick victory over Indy Hartwell. She beat Shotzi, but she couldn't beat Tegan. Yeah, this was the only low point of the night for me. And this this wasn't terrible, just didn't do anything yeah the show. it was all right um i didn't like the beginning i didn't like it's the production as well right mm. they do their entrances the bell rings the lights change and then you're saying i beat shotzi blackheart <laughs> it just feels it feels like you're on stage waiting for the lights to come back on before you say your thing whereas if you're really that like hyped to be the music playing you're starting saying it anyway it just felt lamely really- scripted and bad yeah and then the match was fine like it was tegan knox winning against this jobber really <laughs> hey she beat Chelsea enhancement ta- okay. talent sorry <laughs> yeah we don't say that word yeah on you. It, shame on you but you know what this show has been very solid it has. so yeah. like, this wasn't bad by any means i was just like eh, didn't need to watch that uh the chat is chris thunder in the chat says support indie wrestling Indy Hartwell. I think he's a big fan. Chris Thunder, I know, loved, loved the Aussie match earlier. I bet Chris Thunder from Down Under. Bet he loved that Aussie battle of the Aussies. We go to the main event of the evening. It is the Undisputed Era challenging Imperium for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Yeah, remember? Imperium? A lot of people right now are like, oh yeah, they're the champions. Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Yeah, we remember. Uh, and guys, it is a big moment. It is the return of Cool Kyle in ring. Kyle O'Reilly sporting the ginger beard. My ginger beard Canadian brother. I was trying to work out how long this has been. This must be since, what is it, March 17th, I think. Wow. So it was a long time. We're talking five months that Kyle O'Reilly hasn't been wrestling and that we haven't seen the full Undisputed Era entrance. They did it. They yeah. did it there with no no crowd, so there was no Adam Cole baby, but it was okay. Uh, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly looking jacked. Looking cool, way cool with his haircut and beard combo. Mm-hmm. I think he looks pretty badass. Uh, I'll say it right off the bat. Kyle O'Reilly for future NXT champion. I think that's I something. love that. Yeah. I, I, I can't see One day, people. It. One okay, day. Okay, that's a question uh, I actually wrote down as I was watching this, and we, we can get into it. If Undisputed Era were never going to go to main roster, would you split them at this point? Nah. For an NXT... Your Roddy's versus Coles, your Kyle's versus Coles, your Look, Kyle's versus. I'd Roddy. love to see the matches. I've seen a lot of those yeah. matches before, like Ring of Honor and stuff. I was following it in that time, but uh, I don't know. I feel like I don't want them to split because I just feel like where would Roddy do? What would Roddy do? He's one of the best, and with yeah. this, he's he fits him so well. I think it, I don't think they should ever break them up. I ju- I think <clears throat> I would like if they they're in NXT for the long term. I think you can't split them in any way if you plan on having them take over, like, Raw or SmackDown. But if they're going to be in NXT a while longer, I could at least see a little split for a bit. Like a Cole, Cole and Roddy against Bobby and Fi- uh, Bobby and Kyle. 
Like, and they can be ma- they can be mates after, sure. but I think there's a really good story to tell there. Sure, they can still be friends and, and still be in the unit, but I feel like they shouldn't ever like break up, break up. Okay, it just it 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 ruins things. The shield thing. I agree. Right? Like, I agree. But I don't know. I just I think Kyle could be a future main main event star, like a singles star yeah. as well. I think all of them could. Mo- mostly Kyle. I, I think there's just something I there. Think so. And you know what? Watching him here, Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish versus Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel in the tag team match, like Kyle just looked like he was so excited to be back. Oh, he was, it was it on was him fire. And, was him and Eichner? Him and, him and big fabulous Fab yeah. started the match here. Uh, Kyle is just firing him up. Like you could tell this dude's been watching everyone wrestle. Itching. Yeah. He's Being like, in a cage, oh, I want just, like, waiting fucking to wrestle. Out. Uh, yeah. You know, you know what? I, I sh- earlier, I shit on raw underground. I watch professional wrestling cause I like professional wrestling. I don't like fake fighting. That sounds weird to say, but if you no, understand what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. And when I watch this, it looks like Kyle is, is is actually fighting when he's doing professional wrestling. It's just he's in a league of, oh, of his own. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly is just firing up on on Fabian Eichner with the there's like the throat chops, all this stuff. He tags in Bartel, who comes in, uh, and Fish is in now. There's throat chops to Fish. There's then a spinebuster like PK combo on Fish for a two count. During this, Pat McAfee is on commentary and he's kind of just shit talking like Adam Cole and, 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 and the wrestling and stuff like that. And Beth Phoenix and him started getting into a little spat. And then Beth Phoenix just dips. Yeah. She hangs up on Skype. <laughs> she's like, I'm done. Yeah. She, uh, she's getting offended because McAfee again is like taking shots at calling uh, Cole's height. Small. He says it looks like he's got a giant head on a kid's body. Something um, like that, yeah. And <laughs> Beth ends up being like, hey, fuck this, and dips. <laughs> you disconnect. Yeah. Uh, so that's going on while this match is happening. Kyle is back in. He's hitting kicks, palm. I love Kyle's, Kyle's palm strikes. I know I talk about Yo Shirai, they call it the Shote one, but Kyle's like, he gets on top of you and he scopes you out. Like, you know, he's just, you're, you see it's that? It's like, um, you see the palm? What is it? It's over. Brush the small. Small down. Wax on, wax off. No, not wax on. That's, yeah, yeah. that's that way. Paint it's, up. It's the paint, paint, paint up, paint down. Yeah, that's what Kyle's doing, but with the fucking palms. And yeah. you're like, ah! <laughs> it's great. Uh, and if that's not cool, well, he goes to drag and screw Bartel, but then Eichner gets involved. So he throws the one dude's, he catches the one guy's leg, throws the other guy's leg to make the partner catch him. Dragon screws the one so it makes the other guy like turn. That looked great. Dragon screws them both. And then Bartel somehow limps back up and then he gets another dragon screw for his troubles. And then a flying knee, which then he instantly locks in a knee bar on Bartel. And then a diving Harley Race style headbutt from Bobby Fish to Bartel while he's in the knee bar, which is just crazy. But then while he's like just screaming in pain and he's thinking about tapping. Fabian Eichner from the corner of your screen just does his double jump springboard moonsault to break that all up, which is just chaos. And then it cuts back to to Pat McAfee talking more shit about Adam Cole. And Adam Cole just walks over and is like, hey, I can hear you. <laughs> uh, and Pat McAfee's like, what? Like, what? And he's like, I thought we buried the hatchet. I thought this was like, this was over with. You Like, no part of this is funny, Pat. Like, what's going on? And he starts to get into the face of Pat McAfee. And it kind of like doesn't really show you the match, what's going on. I think it was just dead air, dead space there. And Adam Cole is getting heated, getting upset. Like, no part of this is funny. You're an idiot. And Pat McAfee says, oh, he's an angry elf, isn't he? <laughs> Quoting elf. And this is where Adam Cole loses it. He grabs the ball of water and like throws it on Pat. 
and uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels come out. They kind of try to defuse the whole situation. All the refs out there. All the referees are pulling these guys apart. It cuts back to the the middle of the ring. Undisputed Era is kind of witnessing what's going on. Uh, Eichner and Bartel push Kyle out of the ring. He goes flying, which then they pick up Fish, set him up for this powerbomb then flying upper European uppercut off the top combo, their finisher, and Imperium pin Bobby Fish, Imperium retain the NXT titles, all because of a distraction finish. Man, what's with these distraction finishes mm. in NXT? It's like WWE or something. Um, and I guess we'll just get right into it because this is still happening. The pull apart between Pat McAfee and Adam Cole is still happening. And finally, they they, they pull off... Pat, who keeps it like, you know those guys who, who fake you out? Like they want to f- pretend they're going to hit you, but they don't, yeah. like they're faking you. And Adam Cole's like, yo, stop this like stupid shit. Just fight me if you're going to fight me. But they're getting pulled apart. And Pat McAfee walks off. He's like, all right, all right, I'm cool. I'm cool. And then McAfee slowly runs back over. And while... Cole says something and he's like, ah, no, fuck, like... So Triple H and Sean and the refs are like holding Cole. And then Pat McAfee says... Uh, no matter what you do for the rest of your life, you're still going to be a tiny little bitch. And this sets off Cole, who's being held back by all these guys. And he tries to climb the announce table to jump over to get to Pat. But there's like so many people holding him down. And while they're holding him down, like laying on the table, half his body's kind of laying off of it. Pat McAfee sees this, runs at Cole with a flying punt kick. Knocking Adam Cole unconscious. Triple H gets involved, steps in, shoves Pat McAfee. Is like, what the fuck are you doing? What's going on? And it sh- just cuts to Pat McAfee, who's like, oh, this place is just very unprofessional. What a very unprofessional place this is. And kind of just with his smug look, kind of he's 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 leaning over Adam Cole, like celebrating this like this punt kick. He was a football player. Mm-hmm. He was a punter. Uh, and it goes off the air with Adam Cole just laying there dead. And yeah, wow, that was NXT. So there's a lot to break down there. There's a match. There's Pat McAfee with Adam Cole. Um, this was a, this was a, an interesting angle to kind of end the show. And I'm kind of liking the direction they're going in. I feel like they're trying to make Adam Cole a baby face. And what other way to make Adam Cole a baby face than to have this <laughs> dickhead Pat McAfee come in here and kick him in the head? So I, yeah, I, I love this. Yeah. I should go back to the match first, I guess. Um, I I really enjoyed the match. Not surprisingly, it's Undisputed Era. As you said, Kyle looked so fired up to be back there. Imperium are great too. They had a really good match. Um, but I think this was the official babyface turn of Undisputed Era. Definitely. Because they were playing babyfaces against Imperium. Uh, Roddy and Cole weren't getting involved. In the match, they were just there to support. Yeah. There was none of the usual Undisputed Era shenanigans. No hanky-panky. So, and then this angle with Pat McAfee. Look, I got to admit, I quite like Pat McAfee. I think um, he's a personality that is so unlike the WWE announcers, broadcasters, whatever style, that I really like it. I find it quite honest whenever he's on there. He's just a, a bro who... like. Mojo Rawley is a WWE bro who's hyped. Yeah. Pat McAfee, I just believe, like, this is how you are. You've, right. He loves shorts. He loves shorts. He loves cut-off sleeves and great. just getting hyper and talking about wrestling. And yeah. 
calling people for what they are, like speaking his mind. Um, so I've quite liked him, but the fact that you had during the match on commentary, Beth like going off and stuff, yeah. it's like, okay, this is the heel in this story. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I quickly, I agree with the, the match itself. I feel like I, I was almost robbed of this match. I want it to happen again, maybe at TakeOver. If that's going to mm-hmm. be a thing, the tag title should be this match again. Because uh, Kyle, they should win the titles. Uh, Kyle is just looks like a superstar here. Um, and Bartel and Eichner, like, they're awesome. They're really good wrestlers. It's yeah. just like they got caught in this like shitty, like, where are there? You can't just be a good tag team if you got no one to have good matches with. Especially in NXT, yeah. Like I'm sure they've got good matches, but this, they they have had good matches. But the thing is, you don't have the crowd right now, and so much of the crowd makes puts an NXT person over. Yeah, I think I remember uh, the revival for like so long, no one cared, and then they started putting on bangers of matches, and the NXT like crowd like, We're, like put into them it. over, and you yeah. s- it seemed good. They haven't had that yet, Imperium. Yeah, they need to. They need. It's, well, they just haven't because there hasn't been a crowd. But yeah, I, I I think they're great wrestlers. It's just like there was no story. There was no one else for them to. It's like Batman needs the Joker. Batman needs the 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 rivals to, or, or he's just some. He's just there. It's like these, you need the champions need someone to have a dance partner with, and mm. they just didn't. It was Breeze Ango. Like yeah. fuck. Like there's no other tag teams. So this is the next step, and it's unfortunate. Should it go to Undisputed Era for the fourth time? I mean, that's the thing. T- you go. You. I personally want to see Undisputed move away from that and do other things and have other teams. But as you said, it's no one else has really stepped up. So yeah, I think go back to Fuck Undisputed. It. Kyle O'Reilly in the Triple Threat next week against Kushida and Cameron Grimes, and he's put into the sure. ladder match for North, North, North American it. title. Yeah, that's what I want. Uh, the, the match itself was a lot of fun. It had some stuff, but it kind of got cut short with that screwy finish because of this angle. So yeah, let's go to more of the angle then. Uh, I mean, shout out Cool Kyle. It was so good to see him. I already, yes. I already nerded out over him enough, but um, this whole angle with Pat McAfee, Beth Phoenix leaves. She's now tweeted things out saying she's going, she's keeping kayfabe alive, brother. Beth is on Twitter saying there's so much more to this. Pat, Pat's been saying things off air and yeah, she goes, behind the scenes. The truth is there is a lot that Pat said behind the scenes too that I choose not to repeat. I've heard that Pat McAfee was dis- disparaging toward Adam Cole on a level that was unprofessional. Pat shaming Cole in a, such a way is not acceptable. Shame on you, Pat. Shame. Wow. Shame. 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 Proud. Um, yeah, so Pat McAfee was already kind of a heel in some of the WWE fans' eyes. He's done a lot of those, like, countdown shows or whatever, like the the hype up. What are they? Pre-shows. Yeah, pre-shows and stuff. And, you know, I kind of liked him, but so many times I was like, man, this guy's so over the top, like, just a little too much. But I could see he's, like, kind of almost a natural bad guy. He's a natural heel. So uh, the fact that he he is a former, like, kicker, right? Mm-hmm. For the Indianapolis Colts, um, so him getting the kick in here makes sense because yeah. a lot of re- fans are gonna. I can already see it. A lot of fans are gonna be like, "Oh, Colts jobbing out to just another guy." It's like, no, no, this guy was a kicker, so you you can't explain there was a reason he did kick the guy in the head. Like it was a reason. When it comes to an actual match, he could get his ass kicked, no problem. But he got the cheap kick in. He saw yeah. his he saw a shot and he took it. So that's why that was smart. I found that because. Yeah, I hate when like a, a non a non wrestler gets the upper hand, but this guy actually kicked him, and he knew what he was doing, so it made sense. And he 
looked like just a nasty dude afterwards. Like the way he's like taunting him. I, I think he's a natural. Honestly, yeah. I I really like this guy. Just his. Comment, you like to hate him? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I just think he's so believable in it. And then at the end when he's being dragged off, he doesn't seem scripted, right? Yeah. This seems like him, and I I love that. I and Cole Cole's always been a great promo as well. So the two of them. I don't know what this match is going to look like, but from an entertainment point of view tonight, and I, I thought I'd hate this when I, right. saw, I, I enjoyed that first like thing, but I'm like, what? I'm going to get a match out of them though. Like, yeah. why is this? I thought I'd hate it. It's NXT. They don't normally do, they haven't done this celebrity involvement thing before. No. Um, but I actually love it. Adam Cole's out of the main picture now. Fuck it. Have him against Pat McAfee and then go to Raw or whatever. I don't know. I I, I liked this. <laughs> Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole. Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era versus Pat McAfee and his dog. <laughs> Get Pharaoh in there as well. Just a dog fight. Uh, yeah. What is Is it just going to be Cole versus Pat? One-on-one, right? That makes sense. I think so. I take over. I think That's so. I mean, th- this guy is clearly like he's an athlete. He's been a fan of wrestling for a while and has worked for the company for a while. Yeah. I don't know if he's been training, how long he's been training, if he has. I'm interested, Look, which I'm surprised to be saying, but I yeah, am interested. I- I'll in agree with you. I I was kind of shitting on this. I said, like, come on. Of course, they were shooting this angle with the Adam Cole freaking out on his show. Like, of course, it was going towards something. And then if this is the direction. I just think I, I just think they actually did a good job of I turn, so. the turn here. It makes you go, oh, man, he's a Adam Cole's an NXT guy. Like, fuck this guy. Who is this guy? And that, that's exactly how they they played this. Adam Cole's been the heel since he joined NXT. But you've got Beth sticking up for him. You've got the locker room, like being like, fuck off. Yeah, Pat, you're not a wrestler. Yeah, you're, you? yeah, exactly. So um, I like that. Yeah. I really like this. And the fact when they shot that angle on Pat McAfee's show a few weeks ago, I think majority of people realized it's a work. But the fact that there were those questions of, wait, was that legit? Was that a work? To me, shows the angle was good. Yeah, I think it works. I think he's working. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked I'm saying it too, but this was done really well. It gets me to watch the match. Will the match be the best? Probably not, but it could be a really entertaining. I'm looking forward to watch it though. And yeah. that's, isn't that promoting? This really? Adam Cole's I... sell to this punt was great too, by yeah. the way. He just laid there dead and Triple H, I love Triple H getting so mad, shoving Pat McAfee. I think him and Drake both shoved him back, I think. Oh, Drake Maverick? Drake Younger. Oh, Drake Younger. Sorry, yeah. yeah sorry. Just too many Drakes in NXT. The OG Drake of yeah, NXT. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, what a great way to end the show. A hot angle. I think it was really... I think it's something they kind of needed here to, to... Not just the Keith Lee carrying cross, which is, should be like the main event, but like now there's this other like aspect, which NXT doesn't really go to the... Like, the I don't want to say celebrity because I didn't know who this guy was, to be fair. I only watch... I only watch the XFL mm-hmm. and fake sports. <laughs> so uh, I, I learned who he was when I saw him on wwe tv mostly because john pollock kind of said that i remind him of him which i don't see but you know hey sure it's fine um and yeah i I thought they delivered on this angle it makes me want to watch next week to see adam adam cole should come out and like be upset yeah if he's not in the hospital taken out for a while she got kicked in the head this this seems like laces were out this seems like something you'd normally do at SummerSlam, right on a SummerSlam, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and for it to be happening on nxt take over 30 i'm like yeah sure why not I like the turn. I want Undisputed Era as baby faces. It needs 
it's fresh, right? Yeah. I think we've been saying it for a while. It and then they can debut. They've ran their course as heels for me, yeah. and then they can they can move up as heels if they need to be. But like for now, give them a few months as baby faces. So Takeover Thirties uh, taking shape. We got Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole. Yeah, Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee. Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai for the women's title, and then that ladder match ladder as match. well. Maybe a tag match. Maybe a tag match. Cruiser match. Maybe Swerve versus uh, Santos Escobar. Maybe yeah. Rhea Ripley versus Mercedes yeah, Martinez. Yeah, but, but fuck all that because we might have fucking Metallica. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so they wanted Metallica for WrestleMania. Yeah. That didn't happen. So the, 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 the thing going around is so Metallica has this new song for TakeOver 30. NXT Loud has a new Metallica song they're using for this, this show. And they... They didn't really say. I didn't really quite understand. Is Metallica going to perform on NXT Takeover it, or SummerSlam? I think it's just the official song. Okay, but fuck it. Have them. Yeah, let's go. Have them play out Pat McAfee. <laughs> oh my god, no, no, absolutely not. They should play out Adam Cole. They should play the song for the thing, and then when it's when they're done, they play Undisputed Era's theme. That's what they should do, but that's not going to happen. They should just come out and play the song. Either way, Metallica, why not? Fuck it. it let's just go. 2020 is not doing great. I'll, I'll take it all. I'll, I'll take it if I can get it. I've just got in my head Pat McAfee dressed as the Sandman. The, the, the Sandman? Like what? Like Sandman. Night, like from Spider-Man or from, from like... From ECW. <laughs> Uh, I don't With want Metallica. That. No, I don't about. want that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Sounds no. great. No, I don't. Sounds want that. great. <laughs> Who would Metallica play out? That's Yo Shirai, dude. What? Yo, there you go. Just do some sort of theme for her and to come out because she she likes. She came out to Poppy before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, take over thirty with all those matches and Metallica somehow, maybe, possibly, allegedly. Uh, so that was NXT from August fifth, two thousand twenty. Uh, what was the? What was? I, I know the like the angle was kind of like I guess would be people's highlights, but I really did enjoy this. Uh, I love I, I love Cameron Grimes and Keith Lee, but I think I really liked. Uh, man, actually, all the wrestling on I the really show. I really enjoyed this I just, show. I'm the, just the more I think through, about yeah. it, um, it was tough to pick a match of the night for me. The, as I said, the only low point was the Tegan Knox Indy Hartwell segment, and that wasn't bad at all. Like it was just everything else was really good i uh i really enjoyed the women's match at the beginning i really enjoyed thorn versus reed um yeah the triple threat was great it was a good show really good show yeah um i think the main i enjoyed the main event angle that like as a as a full two hours of wrestling really good i thought yeah uh i think my favorite part was uh the the debuting Ridge Holland because he just yes. kind of was really smash mouth but I really loved the two Aussies going at it I thought that was good I I think there's there's a spot for both Bronson Reed and Shane Thorne they're both stars in my yeah. opinion but really great episode they really stepped it up really, they they really, really have uh, I really I loved don't it. know how much of like a like a ratings drawer this sure. would be but I think the people that are watching are being treated with good wrestling and good storytelling so i'm i was happy with this week i i what i did up next last week with john Cena, and we did up next and then uh i i watched AEW. we do our AEW show up an extra every thursday on the patreon as well if you're wondering if we we watch AEW, we usually we watch it and compare i loved uh last week's nxt and i hated last week's AEW. it was just it was a whole it was just a whole mess minus the mjf promo um yeah i wasn't on the show but i i 
Yeah, AEW's back yeah. last week. Uh, so I felt like uh, I, I, there was some spoilers that came out about AEW and stuff, but I felt like it's going to be a tough one for them to top this episode for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hear about that on Up Nextra on the Patreon. But that's what we thought about but NXT. Just before we go to feedback, oh. um, Pat McAfee has just tweeted out, Uh-oh. How much was I supposed to take from this beta who is a maniac? Blows up on my show, breaks shit, pushes Ty... Poor Ty. Is it Ty's dog? Ty, I think it's his Okay, yeah, I didn't see him guy. push the dog. He yeah. pushed a guy. Then I take time out of my honeymoon so we can hug it out. Then he loses his mind again, assaults me with a bottle, and I'm the one that gets kicked out. How's that fair? Damn. Wow. This feud, I, like... I'm going to be completely I'm in honest. love with wrestling again. <laughs> From Pat McAfee. From Pat McAfee. Wait, Ma- Adam Cole... Got Pat McAfee to leave his honeymoon early to to squash the beef. Adam Cole already wins this feud. <laughs> <laughs> He's living rent free in this guy's head. Uh, no, I, I I enjoyed this this angle as well, and I think it's great. Keep the kayfabe alive on the Twitter verse as well. Uh, let's go to some feedback. Forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday night, we post up on the Post Wrestling Forum, and we will read it here on the show. Uh, would you like to go first? Good, sir. Sure. We start off with mystery. Hiya. Just going to keep it short tonight, so no question of the week, unfortunately. I wasn't interested in Cole McAfee until that goddamn punt. (laughs) Orton's punt looked minor league compared to Pat's. Whoa. Also, if you don't name uh, this episode of Up Next, Impatium... I will be very sad. So, Mystery wants Imperium and Pat McAfee versus Undisputed Era. Yo, Walter, Imperium, and Pat versus Undisputed Era. War Games! <laughs> wow. Uh, we go to Chris Thunder from Down Under. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Of course, I knew it. He says the black and gold brand was very green and gold tonight. Rhea, Bronson, Shane, Indy, plus our Kiwi friend Dakota. Happy to see them all getting airtime, but poor Rhea. 2019 was high tide. By 2020, the tide is definitely out. Feuding with the Robert Stone brand is just above the bottom of the barrel. Here's hoping we have two new champions at TakeOver. One Aussie, one Kiwi. Lastly, poor Swerve Bro losing in Raw Underground. Yeah. Peace out. Thank you, Chris Thunder. Yeah, uh, he's predicting Dakota Kai winning at TakeOver uh, 30. And I can't see that happening. Chris, but, get out of here. Um, you're you're could, right on I one of those. I could see someone. I could see an Aussie. Yeah, I, think I see an Aussie. Oh, I see an Aussie. I see Bronson. Yeah. Uh, your turn. Go for we it. We go to Paul from New Jersey. Very happy to see Dakota Kai as number one contender, but I thought how they got there lacked creativity. Thought Holland would win the triple threat, but I'm not angry at all as I've come to enjoy the work of Damien Priest. It's not Cameron Grimes' fault. He, as a gentleman, wants to make sure his opponent is following the rules. I'm a fan of Pat McAfee and I'm enjoying his feud with Adam Cole. Cole isn't in the title picture anymore, so why not have a fun feud that culminates the weekend of SummerSlam? This week's Kona streak, Kona went undefeated in his rookie year of 2013. Maybe he only had one match, but maybe he simply <laughs> the finest. Thank you for You the know what? That Kona excites fight. me because we're coming into December of 2012 and up next very soon. Of was next, sorry. Yeah. So that Patreon. means we're getting Kona? <laughs> Yeah, he's in coming 2013. Up. Yeah, he's coming up. We Love just did it. a was next. I did one with John Cena last week as well on the Patreon. We there was all sorts of superstars. We saw the the final match, the blow off between Richie. Richie Steamboat, NXT legend Richie Steamboat. I I am planning on watching that before doing. Yeah, I know you're upset. Week, I know. I know. That's, 
That's been the main That's event the of this podcast we've been following. <laughs> if anyone <laughs> listens to What's Next, we, you know how much we love Richie Steamboat versus Chris Hero feud. Oh, man. It's been lit. Uh, we go to Matt in the 604. Where do you see Rhea Ripley's storyline leading? Uh, headed, sorry. I would really like to see her on the main roster, but the women there are doing pretty damn good. Would you rather go camping with just a backpack full of beer and no food or a tent, sleeping bag, and food? Tent, sleeping bag, food, or... Uh, I'm probably going to go tent, sleeping bag, food. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with that too, but We'll probably find something we can eat to have fun. Yeah, you didn't mention <laughs> weed, so I'm good. <laughs> um, and where do you see Rhea Ripley's storyline headed? She's going to join the Robert Stone brand. No, I, don't. I think this is a way to build up Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. I think Chris Thunder was saying Robert, Stan- uh, Robert Stone Jack- uh, brand have been a joke, but I think that's the story. Marti- uh, Mercedes Martinez is going to kind of legitimize them, maybe. Like, they're a joke, but she's great. Yeah. So I see it a way to build her up, and maybe I think it's time to send Rhea yeah, main roster. to Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one more there. Ahoy from the heavens. It's Charbel. It's Charbel, the sushi master, the chosen one. Yes. Fun BDE facts everybody asks for. Okay. Brady is one of the greatest Mario Kart player around the world. He once went to Australia and Japan to perfect his art to become now the Mario Kart god he is known for. Actually, uh, I know it's bullshit because you sucked <laughs> in that tournament last year. I picked it up uh, the other day. Yeah. I walked into a little, like, there was a little uh, hangout at one of my buddy's places and they were playing Mario Kart, but their rules were playing it on 200cc. Okay, nice. And uh, I, it took me a few games and I was like, oh... The king is back. <laughs> you've got to, if if you're going to be good, you've got to play it at the top speed. You heard it right now. Takeover, tailgate two, Mario Kart tournament. <laughs> Dude, you, you say that, and you just said how inept you are with technology at the beginning of the show. You realize you're just putting that on me when you're going to be getting lit in the garden, and I'm going to try and we'll just play it ourselves. Manage how to do karaoke, how to do Mario. Kart. I'll just play it. I'll just play it. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't bought the thing to Twitch that either. We don't even have a Switch. We don't even have a Switch. <laughs> you don't have a Switch. <laughs> right. Uh, continuing from Charbel. In the May Young Classic, I really liked Martinez, but man, since she joined NXT, she looks like a Pokemon that evolved to its final form. She looks ready as hell. Okay. No joke if Cross loses. Even if I love WWE and only watch their shows, I'm giving up on them. <laughs> then, now, and forever. <laughs> wow. They should push cross like you guys push white claws. <laughs> I, I don't even know what a white claw is. And even if Davy's girlfriend says it's toxic AF, I want to try them and drink them every day and sleep with them. Wow. Okay. Sounds like he's had a few right now. Seeing Mustache Mountain and Tyler throwing the towels reminds me how those guys are part of the best tag team in the world. And I miss them so much. Oh, it showed the recap of uh, earlier of Undisputed Era yes. every time they won the titles and it showed, uh, Mustache Mountain. I always love Pat on pre-shows and stuff on commentary, but tonight he was lit. Maybe everybody will laugh at me for my text for my next comments, but I'm sure this guy can be one of the best we ever saw on the mic in WWE. Be one of the best annoying dipshit heels ever. <laughs> I don't know, but I think he is has the it factor. Be safe and ahoy forever. Oh, thank you, Charbel. Wow, Charbel. Is he saying ahoy forever because he's leaving because he's not, Cross isn't Cross winning? Cross isn't going to win. You oh, heard boy. it here. If Cross loses, 
he's not watching. Charbel's not watching wrestling anymore. Wow. Uh, we do have one more piece of feedback just loaded in mm. here. I just saw a final one. Charles from the slums of Shaolin. I actually watched this live over AEW tonight, and I thought this episode was crap. Well, not crap, but the ending made me mad. Ma- made Sorry, the ending made Pat McAfee look stronger than Shane McMahon on steroids. But Dakota Kai and Ripley match was match of the night, and Mr. Reed is starting to become one of my favorites in NXT. And Grimey and Keith Lee was also good. Do you think they will put the belt on Cross at TakeOver? Well, I didn't think this episode was crap, but um, I can see what stuff you didn't like. I could see people not liking the Pat McAfee if, thing. If you're not a fan of celebrity angles, I can see you not liking the Pat thing. But I don't think... Like, it's... I get what he's saying about, you know, how Shane McMahon suddenly can just take it to all these guys. Pat took an advantage here. Like, they were trying to hold back Cole as he was climbing over the barricade. And he's a kicker, and he punted him. Like, it it wasn't like they were having a fist fight, and he just took out Cole. He He took an advantage. Yeah. So... I don't think that makes Cole look weak. You still have to, you still have the thing. Cool. Yeah. You kicked me in the head, but I can out wrestle you. Right. Um, so I liked that. I thought it really made the angle. Um, and yes, I, I do see Cross winning at takeover. Yeah. I think, I, I think Cross will win. And I think Keith Lee goes to the main roster and becomes the mega super so WWE we've got star. A sh- they've announced a shake up in the fall. Is it? Shake them so up. Maybe like September. Shake and bake. So I think maybe, yeah, you can have him there for another month or so and then get drafted. Yeah, I think Cross being the champion makes the most sense. And then you can go with so many different directions with him as like the heel, evil, sinister kind of character. I think it makes the most sense. Uh, And uh, that's all the feedback. And that was NXT. That was. Uh, so thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting Up Next. You can find uh, us on Facebook again, the Facebook group as well, Up Next Podcast, and on Twitter at Up Next Podcast. And uh, join us on Patreon because, like I said, we have our whole month of August, like summer themed. This week, WCW Hogwild '96. Then Up Yours with uh, was it World Champ Howie? Howie Nishi, who's picked the Karate Kid, the OG '80s movies, and I'll tell you, movie reviews we've been doing on the Patreon are super fun, including the Freddy Got Fingered one with Waiting that just came out last week or two weeks ago, and Best Match Ever Terry Funk that was just out. But the whole schedule's up there. Patreon.com/slash up next five dollars a month gets you the North American tier and gets you all those shows and more, including the new Shot in the Dark with John Cena and so much more. Our up next AEW reviews every Thursday as well. Patreon.com/slash up next. And we appreciate all our Patreon supporters, including the ones we shout out at the end of the show, like our friends, friends, James Olson. Are we still doing the Haya thing? Yeah. Or is Dominic Dijakovic going to get really mad at me? <laughs> he, he's my best friend now. I he don't is know your best he, yeah, friend. He's yeah. my best mate. Uh, thank you to Matthew Winter. Haya. Thank you to. That's how he <laughs> says it, right? He just went. Haya. <laughs> thank you to John Quinones. Ha. Thank you to Dustin Koga. Yeah. And thank you to Brian Fotheringham. Great name. Fotheringham. Fotheringham. What's he, what is he doing? He's fathering him. He's fathering him. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and now Brian is fathering him, isn't he? Because is he? he had his baby, him and Bree. Oh, Brian Danielson. Yeah. Yes, yes. Brian is fathering him. American Dragon Jr. Yes. I can't wait. The tag I, team. I can't wait for the, the relaunch of the Mix Max Challenge where we have the, the two. Brian Bella kids. Wow, I can't wait. Be great. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, I want to say to brand new world champion patron, 
Paul from New Jersey. Hey. Paul Scaltro, thank you very much. Thank you, Paul. Thank you to Dre Pullen. Thank you to Jody Wood. Thank you to Ian Bader. And thank you to Malud. Thank, thank you so you. much for being our patrons, for supporting us yes. each and every week. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, all the patrons. Thank you to all the listeners. All of you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We will be back next week as the road to TakeOver 30 continues with another free edition of Up Next. But again, we will be uh, doing a, a free show of uh, Money Plane at some point as well. Uh, so look out for that on this feed. So thank you for listening. I, myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. And... He's an angry elf, isn't he? Ahoy! You really felt that one out. Yeah, it's... it's. Well, she left. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.